Dave. Hello. Hello, Joe. Hello. <laughs> stumble, stumbled there. You were very keen. So yeah. Hello. 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 Hello, Joe. Hello. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Mm, normal. Normal, yeah. Yeah. Good. Could yeah. have answered for you, couldn't I, really? Well, you you can in the future if you wish. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. Oh, mysterious. Hey, uh, happy tw- 25th anniversary. Happy 25th anniversary, Dave. To us. Well, happy birthday to round the back. Happy 25th birthday. Yeah. It's 25th episode. Does that count? That's how it works, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah. People who are listening will go, oh my God, they've been going for 25 years. They don't sound old enough. We are. Well, we've got almost 25 hours of content, I guess. So, um, what well, yeah. we will do at the end of this episode. And so, 20. It works for me. And almost 25 years between us. Oh, yeah. Easily. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. So, um, I thought we could uh, kick this episode off with singing Happy Birthday to Round the Back. And, and to our, um, our listeners as well. For putting up with us for 25 weeks. Yes, 25 episodes. Well, not, not every week. Uh, at EG, last week. Thank you for bearing with us. Yes, yes, thanks for It's going to happen. We are human. As, just in as, case you were... As much as it may surprise yes, you. <laughs> we are not robots or sex robots. We are humans. Yet. yet. We are sex humans. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. yeah. Not together. Not exclusively sex either. I do occasionally partake in other activities, um, namely but, this podcast. But mainly sex. Unfortunately, I can't even claim mainly. But, <laughs> but that's, a, that's a separate issue. Hey, hey, welcome to my world, man. <laughs> and men. <laughs> you get me, guys. Yeah, oh, yeah they know. Boy. They know. Okay, then. So, uh, <laughs> uh, what, I'll, what I'll do is I've got my little keyboard here. So... Hey. Um, I'm going to kick us off with a, the traditional happy, happy birthday song. Yeah. And that way, feel free to join in as well at homes. Yeah. Or offices or trains. Most locations, really. Tra- trains would be great. Trains, planes, or automobiles. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you ready for yeah. me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Happy birthday to you. Round the back. Happy birthday to you. Round the back. Happy birthday to Round the Back. Happy birthday to So I learnt the I learnt the original You said you learnt it. I did. Oh, that's that's the original version. You hadn't learnt it, had you? That's the original version. That's how it goes. What? It's just playing with the back of your hand. You were playing I with the back not. of your hands. You were. <laughs> I could see you. Completely amateur. Uh, so and that, the... that comes across, you know. Yeah. With stuff like that. It does, it's true. Well before the um before the episode I I fooled Dave into uh yeah, completely fooled me. It. Yeah. When you said you learnt it, I did think it can't be much of a difficult one to learn. Well, I learnt that version As of it. As a musician. I learnt that version. Yeah. So, well, we've done it now. It's live, isn't it? Live, live, Dave. Yeah. Um, it takes me back, actually, 25 episodes. Do you remember a few things we spoke about in episode one? If you haven't listened to it, check out our back catalogue. Um, <laughs> we spoke about, obviously, the name of our podcast, Round the Back, came from the John Barnes rap in yes. the 1990 England World Cup song. World in Motion. Correct. And one of the lines was, in his rap, was Round the Back. Yep. And um, we we uh, made, uh, we um, surmised about how he was chosen mm-hmm. as uh, 
as the rapper. And we sort of did, it was all a bit in jest. We, we admit yeah. that. You yeah. Know, it was just, very much tongue in cheek. We were just kind of taking the piss. And he said and they had some the sort of X Factor style competition about, and, uh, and he won. Yeah. But do you know what, Joe? I've, do, I've done some research. Oh, don't tell me. And we don't weren't a million miles away from the truth. How is that? How? Seriously? Yeah, okay, get this. Um, John Barnes recently revealed that he had to do a wrap-off with uh, Paul Gascoigne, Steve McMahon, Peter Beardsley and Des Walker before he was picked to perform the rap. Paul Gascoigne? <laughs> yeah. Rapping? Yeah, yeah. Well, it might, it might have been a thing, my Geordie rap, you know. Oh, I don't know, was that pre or post his Fog on the Tyne? Well, that's a good He might have had question. form. But because um, that is, you know, one of the most incredible pieces of music I've ever heard. Fog on the Titan is all mine. Yeah, all mine, all his. But yeah, Pete, um, Steve McMahon as well, who we actually mentioned. McMahon. So we, in a way, we were we were correct. That is, I'm amazed actually that that actually so a wrap off. Can you imagine how that went? <laughs> <laughs> right, we're going to do first up. We've got John versus uh, Paul. Uh, Steve uh, versus Peter. Uh, Des, you're going to sit this one out. <laughs> and then, uh, and it was just like a round robin type competition. And they were, and it was, I think it was like a rap off, like they were, like these rap battles where they were slagging each other's mums. Yeah, and they had like some homies behind them. In, yeah, like, yeah, know, all just the, making they had their little posturing aggressively. Yeah. Yeah. I hope that's how it went. What do you reckon Gaza would have rapped about? Just like roller coasters, oompa loompas, <laughs> jumpers, and uh, um, fishing. He likes fishing. He likes fishing. Yeah. Um, I imagine drinking, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know what leads. I don't know if he was conclusion. into drinking back then. I don't think he was ever into it, was he? He made up for it. Yeah. Okay. Mm. But yeah. there, there you go. So he, he there was a rap off to decide, and uh, and henceforth John Barnes won, and henceforth he rapped in the World in Motion song, and henceforth the podcast you are listening to now is based on a line from that rap. There so, we go. Doesn't that say a lot about the quality of the rapping in the England squad at the time, is that John Barnes was the clear winner? Mm. Apparently he wrote it as well. He wrote the rap. Well, there we go. There just are. in, just, you know, off the cuff. He's like, yeah, I'll, give me five minutes, I'll, I'll get this one down. Five minutes? Bars. You've got to hold and give and do it at the right time. Yeah. You got. You must be slow and fast and... Drink lots of wine. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that was Gaza's one, wasn't it? <laughs> that's, yeah. a, that's a mix of the two. <laughs> yeah. Okay. An edit. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, so there you go. I'm amazed so, that we were actually close and we had no idea. So you're getting facts. Actu- in in actual fact, that was. Is, <laughs> well, fucked it. I fucked it. Nah, forget it. Forget Two it. Two words again, Dave. Forget it. Okay, so what we got today? Well, we got some news today. Um, some I've got a couple of stories for you. One, I'm reviving the conspiracy news. I found some uh, rather amusing conspiracy rubbish good for you good so i'm already giving you an idea of what it's like there uh and you got some news as well dave i have cool well shall we kick that off first they get longer and longer don't they yes they do yes especially when we don't know who's going to do it, and and then aren't looking at each other <laughs> to decide. I don't know what you mean. No, I don't. <laughs> um, well, who's going to kick it off, Dave? Would you like to? Uh, I'll, I'll kick it off if you like. Okay. Actually. Would you? Would you? Would you like to? Would no, you, no, you, no. You wouldn't like to. I'm going to. Yeah, you I'm a decided. Con- there. I'm a control freak. I want to set the tone. I tell you what, right. Joe. You go first. Oh, thank you, Dave. You're welcome. Do you know what, Dave? I'm going to go first. Um, 
Now, this story mm-hmm. is uh, sort of going along, furthering along the theme that we had about uh, robots and the, you mm. know, the slightly troubling roboticization of our culture. The what? I just made that up. Do you like it? Yeah. Roboticization. Do. I just Do. put a sization on the end of robot. Wordsmith. Thank you. It's Joe. It's Reeves, actually, but yeah, it's fine. Um, so this is the headline, and my source here is The Guardian. Okay. Robot cop found face down in office block fountain. <laughs> okay. So the uprising of the, the not, machine... Not the greatest sequel to those... Uh, no, not quite franchise. as exciting, perhaps. <laughs> that, that's the film title. He's dead. Robocop face down in, in uh, pond. Mm. He's dead. Coming Instantly. soon to cinemas and here. <laughs> this summer, <laughs> Robocop <laughs> in a pond. Okay. Um, so the uprising of the machines, Dave, has been dealt a pretty serious blow after the uh, Nightscope K5 security robot was found face down in a fountain in Washington, in a Washington DC office block. <laughs> Good start. Um, do you think that that name, the K5, is a Doctor Who reference? Uh, I wouldn't know because I am not a Doctor Who fan. A Doctor Who. A Doctor Who fan. A Doctor Who. I'm not a, a Doctor Who fan or a Doctor Who fan. Okay, right. Um, but I'm thinking it's not a reference from the new shit Doctor Who, but K9 from the old shit Doctor Who. You know the. the I still don't know what you're talking about. So. Well, hopefully some fans out there won't either. Um, so this robot, the K5, is built to autonomously patrol offices and shopping centres. And it's been dubbed as, naturally, Robocop. Uh, it's meant to be able to navigate environments and keep unruly humans in check. <laughs> unruly humans. Oh, I mean, this, mm. yeah. Uh, instead, it was found drowned. It, if a robot can drown, I don't think that's quite right. But in a watery grave, and uh, much like the Daleks and R2-D2, Dave. Do you know yeah, I, know, I, I know they're from Doctor Who. Yeah. It appears that it's been uh, beaten by a set of stairs. <laughs> oh, well. Okay. <laughs> So this thing wheels around, got yeah. confused, went over a step which led into a little fountain pond. And drowned. And uh, subsequently drowned, which means its, it's robot lungs filled up with fluid and it uh, couldn't, uh, couldn't breathe anymore. Much like how humans drown, I would imagine. Often, often. Yeah, they often drown. There's like other that. ways, but yeah. yeah. Is it? Hmm. No, there aren't, no. Yeah. That was bullshit. Um, so one disgruntled tweeter who worked in the office block, said, we were promised flying cars. Instead, we got suicidal robots. <laughs> when were we promised flying cars? When was that promise? You know, that bulletin went out. Oh, yeah. From the government. We're, it, it, our manifesto, we, we will give you flying cars. Yeah, it was, it was Trump, I think. He just promised it, didn't he? So that he's not, this robot is not, uh, is not cut out for the job, basically. I don't think so, no. Because, as you say, it's patrolling an office block. Yeah, yeah. Which, uh, which contains stairs. Yeah, well, it's like uh, the the picture looked like it was in the central atrium of a building uh, mm. in which there was a fountain, which had a depressed, obviously, a little sort of water feature. A depressed water feature. It was so well, like sad. A, like a, a, a little um, cherub crying. Yeah, it was miserable as hell. Yeah, yeah it was shooting arrows around, oh, trying to kill itself. So depressed. And uh, it had some steps going into this water feature. And um, the robot got confused and... He saw the chair and he thought, well, that's an unruly human. I better yeah. go and sort him out. Well, he was as depressed as the water feature. Yeah, so he so. just thought, let's do it together. Yeah. 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 Maybe um, the cherub shot one of his arrows and he just went... And fell down the stairs. That was him falling into water. Logical. Yeah. Logical. That's probably what happened. So, yeah, um, we were promised flying cars. 
interesting. I yeah, guess right. what he means is, you know, the future is promising these things to us. Well, no, the, the sci-fi sense. films of the have past done. 30 years the Jetsons alone have assumed that cars will fly. Yes, they have. But there's been no promises made. Not from any specific personage. No. 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 Um, so, uh, <laughs> so he's wrong. He's wrong. A Robocop's demise is not thought to be suspicious, however, and the vice president of marketing and sales for this Nightscope company that manufacture them said no people were harmed or involved in any way. Right. So the police aren't suspicious that it was a murder. No, okay, well... <laughs> Well, they're going well, to. Surely they've got CCTV. They can check all that, can't they? Yeah. Well, well so they'll they have, have to. Robo suicide, then. Dave. Yeah. And a, another disgruntled, disgruntled, disgruntled yeah. said that um, steps are our best defence against. What the band? I wouldn't fancy that. Thanks for interrupting me. Sorry. This is supposed to be funny. Go on. Uh, not the band. Foot, not footsteps either. Stair steps. Is that better? <laughs> Stair steps are our best defence against the robo apocalypse. <laughs> okay, good. I yeah. like that, actually. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Well, it so, wasn't me, it was a tweeter. So if there's a massive uprising of these sex robots and, yeah. other, and other robots, all we've just got to do is put a load of stairs everywhere. Just elevate everything up a couple of steps. Well, most doorway, you know, like entrances to mm. buildings have a step, don't they? And they'll be like, oh no, there is stairs. We cannot win this war. And then they'll just go and dive into a fountain. Hopefully. Yeah. So what, what we should do is build a number of fountains outside... <coughs> I have a couple Excuse of steps me. leaving down, in, leaning de- leading down into them. Yeah, all leaving. And make sure you stay indoors at all times. So yeah. this is become on the, a safety on the first floor, right? On the, always on the first floor, right? If you see a robot approaching your house, get upstairs. Oh yes. Yeah. If you've got a loft, get into there because if they can't manage stairs, they certainly will not be able to manage a loft ladder. Uh, and you'd know a thing or two about well, that. Well, yeah, if you are in the Surrey Middlesex area and you're looking to have a loft ladder uh, fitted and supplied, please go to www.toploftservices.co.uk. Is that allowed? Yeah, well, uh, look, most podcasts have adverts in them, but we don't. Well, that's our advert then, yeah. Yeah, so you're advertising it. Yeah, that works. Yep. A business. Not saying who's, just... The only... Well, the... The, the, be- the, the best one. The best one in, yeah. in the whole of the UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. For, for loft... For all your loft-related all, needs. Yeah. Um, Toploftservices.co.uk. Yeah. That's probably enough, isn't it? Well, yeah. I mean, there aren't any other companies that do that, and there's no point in even looking. Not if you're in the Surrey and Middlesex area. No. 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 Okay. Good. Well, I'm glad we covered that. Would you like yes. to do a new story? Yeah, I've got one. I've got, I've got some... Uh, oh, Joe. Oh, Joe. Yes, Dave. I've got some seagull news. Oh, yes. That's not a seagull. <laughs> I thought you were going to do a seagull. Oh. <laughs> they fly around going, oh, yes. They do in my world. They're like Alan Partridge. Okay. So, uh-huh. Yes, thank you. Seagull news. Okay. <laughs> Royal Mail cancels deliveries to cul-de-sac after seagull dive bomb attacks posties. No, I've read that completely wrong. I think you need to read that again. There's no uh there's no um there's no there's no grammar in this at all. <clears throat> ready? Uh, I'm very ready. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, here we go. Royal Mail cancels deliveries to cul-de-sac after seagull dive bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Royal Mail cancels delivery to uh, basically cul-de-sac. there's a cul-de-sac and the seagulls have been dive bombing the posties, so they've cancelled deliveries to this cul-de-sac. Okay, the the it's all it's all written wrong here. I don't know who wrote this. Oh, I did. Yes. Okay. Furious families claim they received a letter from Royal Mail bosses warning them they wouldn't get any more letters and parcels. Instead, they were told to make a 45-minute round trip to collect their post from the nearest sorting office. 
45 minutes? This is, this is not well, what we pay our ra- taxes 45 for. minute round trip, so probably 22 and a half minutes there. Technically, yes. Technically, um, yes. So, the letter explained, the gulls are nesting and rearing their chicks. Postmen are attempting to deliver to customers every day, and we apologise if any customer has been affected by this. The safety of our people... Of our people? Our people. <laughs> Why were they? It's Royal Mail. The safety of our people is paramount to Royal Mail, and those uh, swooping attacks made it difficult for the postmen to carry out their deliveries. It's um, like it's like they're a separate nation or something. Yeah. Our people. Or you people. Or like you, an uh, army. Yeah. Um, one of the angry residents... The residents are angry, by the way. Okay. One of the angry residents uh, moaned, it's bonkers. Um, <laughs> maybe it was Dizzy Rascal. Uh, they'll be wearing hard hats and demanding bodyguards next. Bodyguards. Uh, visually impaired mum of two, Kerry. I don't know why that's important, that we need to know that she's visually impaired. It might just mean she wears glasses. Which many people do. Yeah, that's technically a visual impairment if yes. you have to wear a... So, yeah. so this woman with glasses added, it seems to happen every year, but it is getting worse. Uh, another neighbour is, debar- is debarding to out the whole buses to step in and tackle the problem. Um, she said, the seagulls swooped down and attacked my dog in the garden. They spat at him. They're very aggressive. Seagulls spitting? So they spat at a dog. It's disgusting. What? <laughs> I never thought of something with a beak spitting. No, I don't know. Thought that was not really possible. She's that's what she's. Is seen. it spelt wrong? And she meant shat. No, it says it says they spat at him. Okay, that, not they shat at him because <laughs> that'd be they I'm shat on shit him. At you? Yes. You come near, I I will shit at you. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, another resident, uh, they're, all, they're all getting involved. Uh, the council needs to do something. There are lots of theories as to why the girls choose our street. Perhaps it's more sheltered because it's a cul-de-sac, but surely something can be done to persuade these birds to nest elsewhere, and then they can get their post. And they oh, don't I have mean. to make that 22 and a half minute journey and back. Just to get some, just to get some rubbish, like leaflets that you don't want from a hedge trimmer or a, you know, a tree surgeon or double mm. glazing people. Yeah. You wouldn't get a leaflet from, say, someone who provided services for a loft because you can find all that online if you Google uh, loft boarding Surrey, uh, for example. What's the website again? Uh, there's many, but the one that stands out for me is uh, toploftservices.co.uk. Yeah, their reviews are best. Very trustworthy. We should definitely do an actual ad for this. Yeah? Just <laughs> Why are you tapping me? I don't know. <laughs> Just remember, make a note of that. Make a mental note. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, come on. Come on. Anyway, that's your seagull news. Can we edit ah! that? Let's edit that out. That was shocking. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm going to compose myself now. Next news story. Yeah, I've got 20 minutes in and still doing news. All right, um, I'll go over this one quickly because it's a load of fucking rubbish. Um, oh. This is uh, conspiracy news, Dave. Mm-hmm. And this conspiracy did make me laugh. Um, the headline, well, let me just clarify my source again, as I usually do. Mm-hmm. The Daily Express. Mm-hmm. Um, the headline is as follows, uh, which is a very formal way to say I'm about to say the headline. Yes. Well, um, you, you might even get round to it at some point. Perhaps. Uh, <laughs> should we go for an ad break 20 minutes first? in. <laughs> no, no more ads. Come on. Aliens were present at the crucifixion of Jesus. And here's the proof. Right. All of that, straight away, the whole lot is nonsense. In my opinion. Yes. In my opinion. Not just yours, Dave. Um, so... This is actually the first sentence of the article that I'm going to read you now. Okay. And there's something wrong with it that sort of sets the tone. 
Okay. Mm, okay. Literally the first sentence of the article. All right. right. Okay, yeah. I'll give got, you a clue. Got that. Give you a clue. Grammar. Okay. Because painted on the walls of the Svetsikoffel Cathedral in Georgia is an image of Christ that has sent conspiracy theorists into a frenzy. <laughs> Why have they started with the word because? <laughs> and it doesn't make sense anyway. Like that, yeah. Because painted on the walls of the Svetsikoffel Cathedral in Georgia is an image of Christ that has sent conspiracy theorists into a frenzy. I'm going to start starting all my sentences with because. For the rest of this episode? No, for the rest of my life. Okay, great. Wow, that's committed. Um, so the fresco painting shows Christ being crucified with a large crowd gathering around him. Surprise, surprise. But in the top left and right corners are what appear to be flying crafts of some form of advanced technology, which humans clearly would not have had 2,000 years ago. Pigeons or seagulls, maybe? Well, this is the thing. Uh, the ships are dome-like with three trails coming out of each um, of these, well, these little feet that it has, well, which look like propellant of some kind. So they basically look like flying saucers. Okay. Well, okay. Okay. Um, conspiracy theorist website Ancient Aliens said, the unknown artist seems to be telling us that these flying saucers were present during the death of Jesus. The faces likely mean that they've got faces on them. Yeah, well, obviously. The, the faces likely mean these crafts were piloted by people or beings that seem to play a central role in the event. They must have been part of the crucifixion story. They must have, yeah. Or this bloke's just done a picture of the crucifixion and gone, I'll tell you what I'll do. Just put these little aliens in. That'll, 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 that'll make them think. Yes, it could be that, Dave. That's probably what it is. Yeah. But, well, Thank you. let me finish. Oh, okay. Okay, because I've written down or here, and then I've, I've put my little summary of it. Because if you look at obviously this is a podcast, so we can't look at the painting. No, we cannot. But um, if you just take the briefest of glances at it, you can clearly see that these UFOs um, also look remarkably like jellyfish. Okay. Right. And they're also placed on an area in the painting with a blue background. And this area of blue background is also beyond what appear to be the city walls that this painting is within. Okay. And they're also below what appear to be clouds. So it's obvious that they're nothing more than decorative jellyfish that are supposed to show that the blue area is the sea. <laughs> right. So the, the guy's drawn the sea and then gone... I need something in there to make it look like the sea. No, that's the sea. I'll just draw some massive jellyfish yeah. that look like they're flying. Enormous jellyfish. That'll, like when- that'll clear it up. <laughs> Like when you look at old maps and they've got the sea and they've just drawn some fucking dragon in the sea. Yeah. Just to like, oh, yeah, it's definitely Why the sea. Why a dragon? Why just draw a big fish? Yeah, exactly, yeah. But obviously jellyfish were, you know, I don't know, common at the time. They probably just found someone and go, oh, isn't this cool? So it, it's so obvious to me that, well, that's far more plausible than it being aliens. It comes back to this thing where people see something they don't understand and go, aliens. You were also buying into the fact that someone would stood there while the crucifixion was happening drawing a picture of it. Yeah, that, it probably happened a thousand years after AD zero, didn't it? So, yeah. There yeah. we go. So that's my bullshit conspiracy <laughs> news. I like, I like those because they're just <laughs> mental. They are, yes. Yeah. Don't make a mental note of that, will you? No. No notes. No. Well, good. So that's, um, is that is that our news all wrapped up then? Yeah, about time, isn't it, oh, really? Oh, good. Well, I enjoyed it. Bye. Yeah. Uh, should we have a trap? A trat? Should we... Shrowry have a trat about transfers. Yes. <laughs> yes. Transfer stuff. Now, Joe, you are my go-to guy for transfer stuff. I'm the, the most in the know. What have you got for me? 
Well, I just wanted to talk about Man City's ridiculous spending spree oh, at the moment. I know. I know. Okay. Um, tell me the player. Tell me the value, and ask me. And ask me if they if they're worth it. Uh, Kyle Walker, mm-hmm. forty-five million pounds. No. Benjamin Mendy from Monaco, fifty-two million pounds. No. Danilo from Real Madrid, twenty-six point five million pounds. No. Right. Well, there we have it then. Those Full are the three hands. I want to talk about. Good. <laughs> so they're all defenders, Dave. Uh, Danilo. Danilo. I yeah, believe is, is a right back. I think he's a he's an attacking right back. Yes. Yeah, Car uh, Walker right back. Mm-hmm. Benjamin Mendy left back. Yeah. So he's out with the old and in with the new. You've got all the backs because Clichy and Kolarov have both left. Clichy to Turkey, Kolarov to uh, Roma, AS Roma, respectively. Uh, well, I wasn't. Was I disrespected? No, no. no? Just, okay. That's what they say, isn't it? When they mention two things. No. No. <laughs> um. Yeah, and I just thought that was fascinating. £123 million on three fullbacks. Yeah, and only two of them will play at a time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, Danilo, I don't, he's probably not going to get in the team that much because Benjamin Mendy's, you know, <clears throat> if, he's not worth £52 million, but if they've paid £52 million for him, he's going to start on the left. And Carl, Carl Walker, Walker yes. is going to start on the right, isn't he? Yeah. But it's just, that is a sign of the times, isn't it? £123 million... Pounds on yeah. three defenders. So, so what was it, Danilio? Twenty six million. 26. So twenty six million on a on a sub. Yeah, which was kind Basically. of what I'd expect. You know, Carl Walker has had two or three fantastic seasons in a row. Great. Yeah. Young if you just said to me, yeah, Carl Walker, twenty five million. That's what I would expect for Carl Walker. Yeah. Yeah. Not not fifty million, forty five, fifty million. It's like Spurs just went. Who's who's asking? Man City. Mm. Tell him fifty million. Yeah, add twenty onto it. Yeah. Well, I think that is definitely what happens. Definitely what happens. Yeah, easily. Because you, it's so published now who's rich and who's not. Yeah. That the the selling club can just say, well, add on 20, 30, 40 million, I think. You know. Yeah. I think Spurs have got a good deal there because by all accounts, uh, he'd fallen out of favour with a uh, Pochettino, hadn't he? Carl Walker. Yeah. It's interesting because well, they've they were- got a really good um, replacement actually. Trippier. We're Trippier, Trippier yes. Mm, the French guy. Fr- yes, he's a mm. French international. Yeah. yeah. But interestingly, they've not signed anyone, Tottenham? Um, I do not believe so. I don't think they've signed anyone. No. no. So that's pretty interesting. Don't need it. Well, judging on last season. And you've got Champions League football, guys. You need to get some backup in yeah, there. Yeah, they, they're need, they've got a bit more of a stressful season. <clears throat> Next season. Oh, Dave, right. that is disgusting. Please, no, please don't do that anymore. That is awful. Apologise. I would like to extensively... Just quickly apologise. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, any more transfers? All right. Just, just Man Calm City. Down. I wanted to talk about this uh, more insane transfer stuff of the rumours of Neymar to PSG. Oh, yeah. So Neymar signed for Barcelona in 2013 for something close to 50 million. It was 40-something million. That is correct. Um, and now there's talk of him moving to PSG for £199 million. Pounds. Mm. <laughs> that is... What? Which would, you know, more than double the prior record of, yeah. of 89 for Pogba. And, do you th- and will it happen? I can't see it happening. I mean, PSG, if they go through with that, the financial fair play rules mean that you have to spend within your means, basically. That's the that's the crux of it, right? Yeah, sure. And that's a UEFA thing, so that's all European clubs have to do that, mm. as far as I'm aware. Yeah. Um, PSG are not in the top 10 richest club in the world. Okay, so where have they got this money from then? 
It's 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 on the back of the sofa. It's external money. It's not PSG's money. It's Arab backing mm. money because they're owned by okay. Sheikh so something. Third party ownership. We're getting into that again. Yeah, I, th- I think it might suggest that, and it will also have to come in a number of instalments because no way they could afford it. It's such a well, they, insane... play, they play Barcelona like direct debits or something, or a standing order. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably <laughs> over th- over three years. Yeah, uh, with interest. And then there's the wages thing. So yeah. like, his wages will be astronomical. Astronomical. Oh yeah, he's going to be on hundreds a week. I have to get a hundreds, of, literally hundreds, hundreds of thousands a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to get an astrophysicist to calculate it because it'll be astronomical. Astronomical. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be well. That'll be amazing. I don't. I don't think Barcelona wanting to go. Apparently, he's not too happy about playing second fiddle to Messi. But I mean, come on. Well, they both play at the same time. It's not like one. They're fighting for the same position. No, but no. it's it's about being in the shadow. Isn't I think it? that it's it's all ego. He wants to be the main man, doesn't he? Well, you give it time, mate. You will be. Like, yeah, well, how old is he? Twenty six. Twenty five. He hasn't got time. Messi's like pushing thirty. Yeah, he is yeah. thirty. I old, think the old goat. Yeah, bloody hell. He's so. So old, isn't he, Dave? What about some of these? Is, is that? Have you got anything else? No. Oh, um, what about these Premier League uh, transfers? Um, what the, about them? The big ones. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, I'd like just, um, I'd like to correct a correction. Yeah. Not correct a correction. Correct. I'd like to make a correction that uh, I stated last week that uh, Rama, Rama, um, Lukaku <laughs> Romilu Romilu Lukaku was, would, be we- would be wearing the number I know this doesn't matter to you but it's important to me the shirt numbers I stated that he would be wearing number 10 he is in fact wearing number 9 for Man United so apologies uh, if anyone went out on the back of me saying that and bought a United shirt with Lukaku 10 um, of which case, just send the bill to uh, David. Well, no, no, don't. That's 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 their. <laughs> so why is, why did this mistake happen then, Dave? How can we remedy this I in the future? I think I just assumed so that we never make such a catastrophic ever ever again. I think I just assumed that he wore ten at Everton. I assumed that he would just the ten became valuable at Man United. I assumed he would jump straight in. Of but, course, because Rooney was ten. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, but uh, but alas, no. It is number nine. Now talking of number nine. Mm-hmm. Alvaro Morata, yes, Chelsea's new big money striker, quality player. Now that's just, was that sixty million? Yeah, there are thereabouts. So he's a young quality quality player. I didn't think that was too much for him with the way things are now. So that's anyway. Sorry, yes. you carry he's, on. He's he's very good. You're right. I think he's class, uh, and he is rumored. Hasn't been confirmed yet uh, to, that he will wear Chelsea's number nine, which. Over the past 10 years, some fans believe it has a a bit of a curse on it. Mm. Um, So I'm just going to run through some players that have worn it uh, prior to... Oh, I like this. This is good. Yeah, okay. So um, the last person to wear it was uh, Falcao. Um, Yeah. Now, that didn't go too well. No, Uh, not too well. Not too well at all. Um, before him, it was Fernando Torres. Yeah, which had some light moments, but overall... Not well. He scored like twenty goals in over a hundred yeah, appearances. Not a complete success. Not for not for value and money. Not for fifty mil. So we go a bit further back before uh, before Torres. Uh, it was. Um, do you remember this guy, Franco Di Santo? Oh my God, was he number nine? Yeah, he was like a young. It was just too much. He was rubbish. He, he ended, ended up played, at Wigan. He played a handful of games. Um, Jeez. It gets stranger. Uh, Steve Sidwell wore the number nine when he signed for Chelsea. The uh, central midfielder. That doesn't make any sense. It annoys me. Why would they do that? No, is there any number available? Apparently. What, what, 99? Well, not the, wasn't not the only number. I, I think you might know fine, Dave, that there are almost an unlimited amount okay, of numbers. Okay, you think that's annoying. <laughs> Before Steve Sidwell, it was worn by Khalid Boularouz, a centre-back. 
What? Yeah, and I remember this happening. What's wrong with Chelsea? Everyone else respects the number system. The aud- Why don't they have respect for the number system? He had the audacity to choose it, this Abula Ruse, because it was one of the only first 11 ones available. So, I mean, you don't give your number nine to a centre-back. It's just ridiculous. To, to not even your first choice centre-back if, either. If you were a centre-back, why would you want to be number nine? Just, it's, it's, just, just, it's just weird. Tr- they're just trying to get noticed, isn't they? Just trying to get noticed, isn't they? Just trying to yeah. get noticed. Um, trying to get noticed. It was prior to um, Bula Ruse. It was uh, Hernan Crespo. No, yeah, 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 yeah. He did all right. I thought it was good when he yeah. was... It was a loan spell, wasn't it? It, yeah, well, Chelsea bought him and then loaned him back oh, to his, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, right. And then when he returned, he wore the number nine. And uh, and um, before Crespo, it was uh, Matija Kesman. Yeah, that didn't go so well either. Not great. No. <laughs> um, so there you go. Hopefully. Uh, what about Didier Drogba? Was he ten? No, he was number eleven. Uh, he was number fifteen, and then he was number eleven. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, but you know, but prior to that, it, it was worn by players like uh, Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank and oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Gianluca Vialli, who did really well. Yeah. So it's just recently that Chelsea fans think they've got this curse. So hopefully, Morata can lift the curse. What numbers Diego Costa now? Uh, Diego Costa wears nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, lo- I just it got me thinking about football curses and is there mm. you know what other curses that people think uh, happen? Yeah. Uh, are you asking world? me? No. Just, oh. Well, is it rhetorical? Do you know any? Off the top of my head, I think for a period maybe stabilised recently, but the the manager's job at Newcastle United. Oh yeah, yeah, shocking. That is it. That's a curse. <laughs> the yeah. poison chalice. Um, um, but yeah. yeah. Oh, I did some research via the uh, World Wide Web. On the what? The World Wide Web, the internet. Yeah. Some people call it. Okay. Uh, on football curses. Yeah. Okay. So, Birmingham City. During his spell as manager, Barry Fry famously urinated on the pitch to break a gypsy curse on the club. See, this is the kind of thing that I just hate. What, urinating on pitches? Yes. Okay. And and the idea that doing something as ridiculous as that can get rid of a curse that didn't exist in the first place. Well, yeah, this is what he said. We went three months without winning. We were desperate, so I pissed in all four corners, holding it in while I waddled around the pitch. <laughs> Did it work? Well, we started to win and I thought it had. Then they fucking sacked me, so probably not. (laughs) Oh, for fuck's (laughs) sake. Yeah. Oh, it's so retarded. I don't know where to begin. Oh, well, there you go. Oh, God. I've got another one. Uh, Pele. Do you know know of him? Um, Is he... Easily one of the greatest players of all time. Oh, yeah. The Brazilian legend had... Uh, and one of the most successful league goal scorers could not escape from the clutches of superstition. During a low point in Pele's career, the forward attributed it to a jersey that he had given to a fan after a match. The Brazilian legend proceeded to send a friend on a mission to track down the jersey. As luck would have it, the friend managed to track down the shirt and return it to Pele, whose goal-scoring form returned soon after. Ooh... However, right. what the friend left out was that, that in, in fact, he had actually failed in his pursuit of that particular jersey and had instead given the three-time World Cup winner the shirt he had used in the previous match. So therefore, debunking the idea that such a stupid, like, yeah. superstitious thing doesn't mean anything. All it does is it's inside your own mind. He thought he got the shirt back, so he was more comfortable. There we yeah. go, it's placebo. It's all in Bollocks. your head. It's all in your head, Absolutely. mate. Absolutely. Um, okay. If I seem wound up about this, it's because I am. Don't be. Don't be. I mean, doobie. Doobie. Doobie-doo. Doobie-doo. Uh, remember the French manager, uh, Dominic? 
Raymond Dominic. Raymond Dominic. Yeah, I remember him as being a bit of a maniac in yeah. the well, yes. Euro, no, World Cup 2010. I think they're just a maniac all of the time, not yeah. just in 2010. They had the meltdown in 2010, I think, though, didn't mm. they? Yeah. Well, being a keen poker player does have its moments, especially during a football match. But one has to question the sanity of the French FA when they appointed a manager for over six years who allows astrology to affect his team selections. Oh, no. I knew you'd like this. Oh, I love this shit. <laughs> Dominic had a particular problem, problem with players with this Scorpio uh, sun sign in his squads, referring to them as reckless, unreliable, troublesome and attention seekers and thus effectively ending the career of uh, Robert Perez, who was a Scorpio. Uh, the Fruit Loop of a former French manager. Ooh, that's a bit harsh. No, I think that's totally legit. Okay. <laughs> he wasn't all that keen on Leos either, saying, when I've got a Leo in defence, I've always got my gun ready. <laughs> as, I, as I know he's... Figurative gun, I <laughs> yeah, imagine yeah, he yeah. means. Yeah. Let's hope. Uh, I've always got my gun ready, as I know he's going to want to show off at one moment or another and cost us, referring to his then back four of William Gallas, Gail Clichy, Juli- Julian Escude and Sebastian Squillacci. I, I don't really know what to say that I haven't said before about Astrology. this sort of bullshit. Um, um, he's talking bullshit? about the movement of planets. Yes. Having enough... No, not even that, of... of the movement of stars. Yeah. Yeah. Having an effect upon the attitude and the motivation of players. Well, a lot of people believe in all this, you know. Can't all be wrong. Doesn't make it true. <laughs> they can all be wrong. Doesn't make it true. No. The truth isn't... Science and truth aren't interested in, in whether people believe in it or not. It happens oh. regardless. Oh. So just to let you know. Oh, fair enough then. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, so curses. <laughs> I love that. Raymond Dominic is even curses, more of a crazy person for me now. Love cu- it. Curses for hearses, as the saying goes. Yeah, well, <clears throat> let's hope that uh, no um, people will cast any curses or dispersions upon round the back. Yes, because if they do, then... We won't care. No, we won't <laughs> feel a thing and nothing will change. Okay. N- nothing. Over to, Over to you. Over to you. Over to you. I just wanted to very quickly just um, pay homage to our... I'm oh, sorry, is that the end of transfer stuff, Joe? Oh, shit. Bear with me. That's your transfer stuff. That's that, Good job I'm here, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. Well, you know, we are a team, and uh, I do feel sometimes like I do everything, so I'm glad you're here. Well, I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure... Uh, <laughs> Agree with that, but okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I just wanted to pay homage to the fantastic uh, England women team at the Euro 2017. Women in football, don't get me started. <laughs> Do get me started. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah exactly. I, I was being know. ironic. Oh, were you? Mm. Moronic, yeah, I know. Sarcastic. Uh, <laughs> um, Bloody love women in football. Together. <laughs> it's my it's my two favourite things. You're a lover, not a... Um, a hater of women in football, aren't you? Yes. No, I don't hate anyone. It's a strong emotion. Such a isn't strong it? word, yeah. Mm. Um, so we started off fantastically well, beating Scotland 6 0. Yeah. I mean, let's not talk about how terrible the Scottish team were, but it was a fantastic 6 0 victory. Yeah. Um, and we've now, yesterday, we beat China. Sorry, China, what am I talking about? Beat Spain 2 <laughs> 0. Um, a bit of um, controversy because the ref changed her mind on a handball that would have been for a Spanish penalty. That is the thing about women. They will change their minds about things. <laughs> you had to bring in some sort of gender <laughs> comments, didn't you? 
thanks for alienating our female listeners. I don't know. Um, but I just want to make kidding, make kidding girls. That was Dave. Love you, that love you all. Oh, Ooh, not God's not sake. all at once though. <laughs> oh come on. We get back to the story. Yeah, you ready for me to carry on now? I've disgusted myself. Good. I'm I'm glad. Um, so the ball came off Ellen White's foot first as she was trying to clear it before it hit her hand. So the ref um, listened to Lucy Bronze, another one of England's defenders, very good player, Lucy Bronze, mm. and um, the, told the ref that, and the ref changed her mind. So I thought that was wow. fascinating. Okay. But anyway, not even conceded a goal, scored eight goals at two games, beaten Spain, yeah. who I imagine are a very strong team, and Ooh, Scotland. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, it's going very well for them. Wish them all the best. Go on, the Lionesses. And I just wanted to talk about my own... Um, exposure to women's football as a result of the, the you know the rise of the women's game in the eyes of the media it's fantastic to see that it's getting so much exposure now it's brilliant because yes. now that I've because I've never really it's, it was actually quite hard to find women's football before the last year I think you know yes. it was always sort of underground really kept below the men's game significantly because of well, I like don't know it, why the tube stations I think stuff. it's yeah, that's right. Yeah. They would play in, in awkward the tube. place to play a football match as well. Thinner than the average pitch. Yes, yeah. Um, so tactically very different. Mm. Um, but that was my point. It's actually because of the difference in the physicality and the pace, and you know, um, it's such a different game. Mm. And so it's fascinating because it's tactically very different, looks very different, feels very different to men's game. So it's almost like watching a different sport. And it's really, I really enjoy it. Like it. Really into it now. Good. So. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'll second all of that, what he just said about the cool. women. I just wanted to pay homage to that. No, well done, the Lionesses, and and, key, and we will be watching you. Round the back, or oh, behind you, so yeah. uh, listen to us. We're right, we're round the back of the women. Right, no, that doesn't sound... Well done. That doesn't sound good <laughs> at all, does it? That sounds... <laughs> oh, yeah, a bit more keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> good luck to them, though. That's, you know, doing it for the girl power and all that. Not just girl power, just person power. Just put the shovel down and stop Why digging do we have now. To, yeah, yeah, differentiate. Just stop just, digging. We're all people, aren't we? So I, I'll, just I'll move. Built, just built differently. I'll move us swiftly on thank now, you. Dave. You're, you're sort of desperate for help there. Yeah. I've got a bastard this week. Oh, thank God for that. And when Is I it say me? I, Is I it mean, me? <laughs> it should be after that performance. When I say I, I, I mean this gentleman. Bastard. Uh, we are joined, of course, once again by um, Mr. Scene Bean. Go Sorry, on. is it pronounced Sean? Yeah, it's pronounced. Okay, sorry. Sean Bean. Well, boys. Um, there he is. And um, my uh, Sean's bastard this week. Can you take a guess at who it might be? Uh, no. You you know of him? Do I? Yeah. Uh, is he, it he plays for your favourite team? Oh. Um, could be any of them, I suppose. Not featured much last season. Kennedy. Oh yes. Oh yes, I do know about this. Kennedy. Yes. Kennedy. Now I see why you made your earlier slip of the tongue. What, which one was that? About England playing China. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shut yeah, up. You had it on the mind. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, Kennedy, he has made quite a gaffe and has maybe, uh, I'm going to say maybe because you can't be sure, but maybe shown up some perhaps old-fashioned prejudice that some people have um, from the area where he has grown up. Um, well, he tweeted and posted on Instagram uh, a, a selfie uh, of him with the words poorer China. Yeah. Mm. Which means? Well, just a quick Google Translate search of poorer mm. um, means that it's a it's an exclamative um, term. And mm. in the context of saying poorer China, it actually means fucking China. <laughs> right, okay. 
And that was meant, people assume that was bad? Well, it was, like I said, it was a selfie of him, but there was also another image, you know, you can combine images yeah. in Instagram. Another image of a what looked like a security guard asleep at his post. Okay. In China. So it was a Chinese security guard asleep at his post. Yeah. And uh, it's poorer China, so fucking China is what he said. Right. Which is... Um, he might have Somewhat been, of a gaffe. He might have been saying for a public figure. Fucking China, as in, wow, look, look, fucking. No, he didn't mean that, did he? No, nope. no, no, I don't think so. No, no. Um, so, yeah, he then released an apology. Um, you know, undoubtedly at the uh, request of Chelsea Foot FC. Yeah, and fucking China, and fucking China. Um, saying hello, my friends. Just want to say sorry if someone was sad because I used the expression <laughs> poorer. Was no racism. Just a expression. Big hug. That it's is good. actually his apology. Yeah, I preferred his first tweet, I think. Yeah. It's more gra- grammatically, uh, actually none of them were correct. No. no. Um, so he's saying, it's not racist, but I just wanted to say fuck the Chinese. Yeah. That's basically what he just said. It, well, I'm, sorry, not... I'm sorry if you're sad. I wasn't being racist. I just, it was just an expression that I used to say fuck the Chinese. We all say that back home. <laughs> it's, yeah, like that makes it okay. Like that's not a very genuine apology, is it? What a... What, what, Dave? What a stupid bastard. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, he's Guilty also of that. Bastard. The crafty little bastard. And you, the bastard, weren't to be trusted. Bastard. bastard. I don't know about the one not to be trusted because yeah, he's mean. not really lied, no. has he? He's actually been more honest he's than a, most. He's, he's a silly little boy bastard. Yeah. He's, well, is he 20 ish? He's a, you know, he's a young. He's silly little young man bastard. I'll tell you what, though, when I was 20, Dave, I wasn't being racist. You weren't going around saying fucking countries were you no no you nearly said too what were you doing oh I don't know just sort of um, normal things (laughs) yeah makes sense did you expect me to say anything else no no good you weren't tweeting though because it probably wasn't around then was it no not in the not in the 1970s no exactly yeah (laughs) that was just something birds did and but I mean like not I don't mean women although if you were in the 70s that might you might have construed that when I said birds that I meant women Alas, no. We're not in the 70s. I said alas a lot. Alas, another word for a woman. That's not what I meant either. Um, (laughs) Oh, move on. Shall we? Yeah. Um, So, 46 minutes. Oh, I've got got something funny for you, actually. Go on, then. Will will it make me cackle? I think it's funny. Um, It's about, like, modern-day football and how they're partnered up with these commercial deals and... And some of you just think, why? What, why did what? that happen? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, um, Liverpool Football Club was uh, founded in 1892. Yeah. Did you know that? Uh, no, but yes. Meaning that for over 125 years, they've somehow been operating without an official regional water partner in China. Uh, oh my God, I can't believe it. What a gaffe. How, I can't believe how has it. no one spotted that? That's unbelievable. <laughs> Thankfully, the uh, the oversight has now been addressed with the Reds proudly announcing that Tibet Water Resources Limited have agreed to step into the void and become the club's official Chinese bottled water suppliers. Thank God. We can now rest easy and just... <laughs> You know, they will continue to be a club and survive these oh, yeah. tough times because they have their water, Chinese water 
bottled water. Bottled water yeah. supplier. I don't know how they ma- made it this far, but uh, but they have. Um, according to a statement issued on the Liverpool website, the partnership will see the club and Tibet Water collaborate to create unique experiences for Reds fans and consumers alike via the exciting medium of mineral water. <laughs> this are you actually <laughs> quoting this? Yes. This is official. Yes. What yes. kind of unique experiences revolve around drinking bottled mineral water? Well, cr- create unique experiences for Reds fans and consumers alike. Just drinking water in, out of a bottle. Not exactly unique. It's not unique. It's not exciting. The medium of mineral water is not exciting. <laughs> I, I don't understand how they think that they can just jazz up a sentence without actually any exciting meaning behind mm. it. Like if it was about, you know... I don't know, zip wiring. Yeah, maybe. But, you know, Liverpool's official zip wiring sponsor. Come with us <laughs> Again, and have not an exciting needed. experience. Yeah. Not needed, but it would genuinely be exciting. And when you finish your zip wiring, why not have a bottle of Tibet mineral water? There we go. So that Bottled for your enjoyment. And excitement. And, Unique. and it's easier to, if it's in a bottle, it's easier than just having like a handful of water, isn't it? So I guess that is, Often, one, yeah. that is the upside of... Of the, this uh, collaboration, as they've called it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> easier to drink. And Water. Easier from a bottle than from your hands. Are you trying to get a job with this company <laughs> as their marketing person? I get any sort of advertising I can do. It. You give me a, a, a thing and I'll advertise it. Okay. Um, AIDS. AIDS. Don't want it. <laughs> Don't Be careful it. then. <laughs> Simple. <laughs> yeah. That's the theme tune. Quite right. Yeah. Oh, <sighs> just nose butted the microphone. Oh, stop uh, it. I think we should finish on AIDS. Yeah, or I've got another little extra thing. Okay, you, yeah. Because you know, seeing yeah. as we're on 50 minutes, which is actually less than our average now, isn't it? Okay, well, go on then. You don't mind? No, I don't mind. I don't mind. Do, do you remind listeners? Oh, you can't answer. Um, well, I just have to put up with this then, won't you? So, did you know, Dave, that it's Discovery Channel Shark Week this week? <laughs> no. Good. Uh, Now this will be news to you. Um, It's the week where um, sharks are supposedly studied by the Discovery Channel. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if you ever watched Discovery Channel or you... I try not to. It's actually a load of shit. Oh, okay. There's very little discovery involved. Um, It's a load of pseudoscientific rubbish. That's my opinion. Um, So Your opinion. Yes, thank you. Um, So sharks are supposedly studied in Shark Week, but are in fact sort of portrayed in a really kind of old-fashioned way as these merciless killers and like dangerous in, attackers of humans which is just complete rubbish and it's all done in black and white as well should be and with um jack Cousteau in there with an old-fashioned scuba suit and yeah blowing them up with tnt or something yeah um and they're, they're it's just such an idiotic way to you know put forward an endangered species by kind of making people scared of them and scared to go in the sea that's literally like watching jaws Mm-hmm. but a TV show um, and a number of programmes over this Shark Week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, a, like, it's an opportunity to make them seem fascinating with science, but they just miss that massively. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this, I've got some names of the programmes that are going on over Shark Week, okay? Okay. To, to yeah. exemplify I what I'm talking were, about. I knew you were getting somewhere. I was going to get somewhere. It's going, it comes down to my, my distaste for the media and how I just sure, hate yeah. everything. Well, don't so. slag them off too much because they might help us out one day. I don't want the help. Um... <laughs> Um, so they, they trivialise sharks, basically. So so here are some of the titles of Shark Week programming uh, mm-hmm. by the Discovery Channel. Mm-hmm. Great White Shark Serial Killer Lives. Yeah. Scientific, right? Yeah. 
Shark versus Croc Showdown. No, I'd watch that. <laughs> Great Hammerhead Invasion. <laughs> so they're using a sort of a, a number of works like Invasion, sure. Showdown, Serial Killer. Invasion? Sure, they're already there, aren't they? Well, that's the thing, yeah. It's like. Well, if anything, we're invading. Right! Exactly. Yeah, all right. right. <laughs> Sorry, I just... Ooh. Well, you just... <laughs> no, I know. You just said you, I, exactly... You're passionate. What you're I, passionate. I'm passionate about nature. About sharks, yeah. <laughs> um, but that's not even... The, the icing on the cake. Mm. I don't. You might have heard about this. It's quite sort of popular news at the moment. Uh, the most ridiculous story, however, the show that I haven't mentioned is Phelps versus Shark. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Where Which pits Michael Phelps, the most decorated Olympian ever 28 olympic medals which is unbelievable greedy um against it pits him against a great white shark in open water to determine which is quicker <laughs> will there ever be a boy born who can swim faster than a shark <laughs> that's what i'm thinking <laughs> answers no no they won't because both phelps and the shark will each swim 100 meters in the same open water so this isn't in a controlled condition. This is in the sea. Right. They're not going right. to dump a dump a great white shark in an Olympic pool. No. Um, and at different times, obviously for safety reasons. Yeah. So they're actually racing, not side by side. No. Because probably would the shark might be somewhat distracted, um, and yeah. so would Phelps. For that matter. I, he might win. He, <laughs> it might mm. make him swim that little bit faster, mightn't it? <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. Followed by a yellow streak. <laughs> of, uh, What's that? His swimming costume. Yeah. Oh. Um. And their times will then be clocked and compared. So I don't think this has happened yet, but you know I've got a couple of actual facts here about the speed of the two. Ooh, okay. So I think this question is going to be answered before it even occurs. All right. So Phelps has been recorded at swimming up to six miles per hour. Wow. Which is very quick. Yeah. Um, can you get, take a guess at how fast a great white shark typically swims? Oh, I'd say about the same, surely, to make it an even race. Yeah, well, uh, not really. No? Uh, usually they swim at an average speed of 10 miles per hour. Okay. So mm-hmm. that's a four miles per hour differential, which is yeah, significant. Yeah, I've got that. Thank you. Yeah, over 100 metres. Yes. You know, that's... Um, so he would get there four miles quicker. Yes, yeah. exactly. Four hours, I think. Four hours, sorry, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but they can reach a peak of 35 miles per hour underwater. Well, good luck, Michael. Yeah, um, all the best. Um, you're not going to win, but uh, here's, your, here's your silver medal for, before you've started. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for taking part. See you later. See you later. See you later. Back to your retirement. But the the uh, the whole thing with this is that it just it's such an idiotic way to have a week which should be dedicated surely to amazing facts and information about some of the most fascinating creatures on our planet. And yet they're putting Olympic swimmer up against a shark in a race. I mean, yes. how retarded... Like, I hate that word. I should stop using that word. How fucking stupid is that? Well, you don't have to swear either. So. I do, because it shows passion. Well, and You know, like people sh- who swear more supposedly appear more intelligent. Did you know that? I'm not sure about that. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well... And on that note... <laughs> we'll finish with you telling me to fuck off. Um... I just want to. Um, I just want to say. I just want to make a. Um, I just want to put it out there. Really, can, yeah. can you? We've got the keyboard there. Can you give me a bit of um, sort of emotional but uplifting music? Uh, uh, yeah, I can. Let me just reposition my self hands. So this is our twenty-fifth episode, and Joe and I we thoroughly enjoy doing this for you and for us. We do it for ourselves as well. We want to get it to the next level. We want more people to enjoy this podcast. So I'm asking you, our regular li- listeners and um, subscribers to share to like tell your friends 
tell your families, if they're age-appropriate, about us and about Round the Back. And let's get it out there. And let's be part of history. And then me and Joe, if all goes to plan, can give up our regular jobs. Please. And just do this once a week for a couple of hours. Thank you. I fucked up that last chord. Whatever. Sort of took away the sincerity there a bit, but you get the drift. I think we were... Oh, I was 90% sincere with my yeah. piano playing. There. If you if you get on your Facebook, search Round the Back, share it. Get on the Twitter, search at Round the Back Pod, share it. Tell your friends, tell everyone. Yeah. www.roundtheback.com Teamwork. Uh, yeah, no, in all seriousness... Um, we want to evolate this. Uh, we want to evolate it. Evolate it to the next level uh, and just get more and more of you and your friends involved. So please do us a solid. Share this around. Tell people who you know listen to podcasts and who you know don't. Um, Overcast, CastBox. Androiders. Apple Podcasts. Uh, and um, on our website as well, of course. Uh, we're going to look to expand our reach as well by getting ourselves onto the likes of Spotify and things like that. And we we are going to pl- we are planning on putting some um, maybe some video clips in the future onto our YouTube channel, which is called Round the Back. Round the Back. Funny enough, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all LinkedIn. Uh, yeah, not on LinkedIn though. Not yet. We're not that professional. That's no, for professionals, no. isn't it? <laughs> um, so we're getting our yeah. We've got a videographer involved who you have heard twice. Our number one fan Dan is helping us. We're trying to organise getting yeah. some little vox pop stuff done of some. Yeah, of and then we've form. said it now in an episode, so he's got to do it. Committed, yeah. yeah. So thanks, Dan. Cheers, Dan, for your future assistance input Unpaid. to the regional manager. Unpaid <laughs> internship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. There we go. Should we stop now? Yeah. Have we, we begged enough? I think so. I yes. mean, we don't we don't put, we did today, but we don't put adverts in like a lot of podcasts do. So I think we're allowed to beg a little bit. At the yeah, end, of course. We? Yeah, yeah. All we're, right. all, we're on the same side, aren't we? Yes. That was the our audience. Oh, okay. See, yes. I thought you were going to stop it then, but uh, now we're still talking. So let's say stop it now. <laughs>